This is 680 CJOB. Everybody, welcome to the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Crystal here. Krista, we are doing like the booze rounds, aren't we? <laughs> <It's> so fun. <laughs> this is, this is like maybe, the best week ever. I think so. Uh, maybe we're a little out of hand, but that's perfectly okay. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about cider today. We've done, you know, we just haven't done wine this week. We're on to cider. We've done beer. Now we're on to cider. Yeah. And we're talking about dead horse cider. Yep. We're here with Marcus. Marcus Weeb. Hi there. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm pretty good. Thank you. We are drinking Dead Horse Cider. The obvious first question is the name, Dead Horse Cider. Oh, okay. Yes. You I know, get asked that a lot. For sure. Uh, well, in the, where I'm from there in Winkler, there's a creek. And the creek's name is the Dead Horse Creek. Get it. Mm-hmm. And that creek runs about uh, 50, 100 feet from our yard in our farm. So we kind of thought, pretty easy name. It's kind of catchy, kind of tongue in cheek. So why not? Yeah. Right? Well, once you say it, you're not going to forget it, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? 100%. You know, I have a soft spot for Winkler since I, I go there like a ton. My, my son plays hockey in Winkler. So as soon as you popped up with Dead Horse Cider, we wanted to make sure that we had a conversation, you know? Awesome. And, and we want to try, <laughs> we want to try some cider. <laughs> and we, we got to cheers. We cheers before we start. Oh, okay, absolutely. All right, cheers. Cheers. Right? All right. I love That's, the smell. For sure. Okay, so what cider are we drinking right now? This is called the Looking on the Bright Cider. <laughs> Once you have a name like that, you just you've you've cornered yourself in the puns, and now I'm just stuck. I don't know what to do. But it is good. Yeah, oh, I like it. Makes you smile, right? Yeah. And then exactly. you taste the cider, and it's all good. Yeah. Um, is that you that names everything? Uh, it's kind of a combination of me or whoever I'm with that day, thinking of names. You yep. know, whoever kind of ideas get thrown around with friends or family. Yeah, that things can go like on that. Around, right? Um, okay, let's roll back. Let's talk about how you got into making okay. cider. Yeah. Um, in 2016 about, or actually I should go back a little further actually. So I actually come from like a vegetable farm. My dad was a vegetable farmer. We grow peas, beans, and sweet corn. And uh, we actually started growing pumpkins. And then what happened was we had a big pumpkin contract with this this pumpkin puree place in Portage. And they uh, made us a bunch of promises and told us a lot of great, really great things and I grew them pumpkins and I delivered the pumpkins and then they went bankrupt and never paid me. Oh, that sucks. So I had a large building that I had kind of built to process vegetables that was only being used right now for the summer months of uh, July and August and September, basically for like peas, green peas, beans, and sweet corn. And we're like, well, well what else can we do in this building? Because it's, it's costing a lot of money and we need to pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought an apple press from Crampton's. She was actually having like a nice apple press and we started pressing apples. And we realized that in the province of Manitoba, there's a ton of apples that just go to waste. Like people don't really use them. Right. And from there, we kind of like, we can make juice, but you know, a juice is very perishable. It ferments on its own in a couple of weeks. So why not just make cider? So I, I made some contacts with some guys from Saskatchewan and he kind of helped me uh, learn a few things. And I went to Portland and did a cider course out there. And now I'm kind of, so that was like about, been doing apples for two years making cider since December, but it's kind of, it was like a year, a year before December, I was already kind of like deciding, learning about what to do. We had decided to start it. So it's been like a process, but yep. it wasn't ever a, like a, oh man, I want to be a cider maker. It was more so a, what can we do? This came along and I, I, it wasn't that I was my favorite thing to do, but I really enjoy it. Like I've learned, like it's something that I, if you asked me five years ago, what would I be doing? Would I be making cider? I would tell you probably not. Right. 
but it's something that I'm happy my life went to this turn because I really enjoy making it. It's fun. It's different. It's new. It's, it's just exciting stuff. And I believe in my product too. I think like we're doing something, we're using a Manitoba product that was currently going to waste. Well, I will, I won't lie to you. There's BC apples in there too, because mm-hmm. there isn't enough. How Manitoba dare apples. you put BC? Yeah, apples exactly. In. <laughs> right? But I do like every, every apple that goes into my cider comes into my building as an apple yep. and leaves in a bottle. So it's kind of unique like that in, in the province, I think. I think it's, a, you know, the way you got into it is actually kind of cool out of necessity, right? Like you, yeah. you know, obviously you got burned trying to sell a product to somebody else. Yeah, so exactly. So kind of take it into your own hands and kind of control your own destiny, right? Exactly. Trying to just, just do what I had to do kind of thing, right? Yeah. Was the process yeah. of learning how to make cider hard? Um, yes, I have a really good, like I said, like cider consultant. His name's Peter Reimer. He's from Saskatchewan. A cider consultant. That's awesome. Yeah. And he's helped me out a ton. Without him, I don't think we'd be making... Cider, he's really helped out with everything. He really is uh, a wealth of knowledge as well. He's very eager to share it. So he's been really helpful. Um, it's a learning experience. It's like a learning curve. Like every day still, I'm learning something new mm-hmm. about like kegging or cider making or different. Like it's always something new. I'm always learning. So it's fun. And uh, yeah, I think it's been good so far. <laughs> I don't know. It seems to be going well, Nothing's right? gone wrong yet. So. <laughs> so how much cider do you actually produce a year? Oh, we've only been in, we've been running for six months and uh, I think we've done oh, about- Oh, brand spanking new, huh? Yeah, we're just new. Like yeah. we just opened up. So uh, so far we've done, I think about 8,000 liters, eight to 10,000 liters of cider so far mm-hmm. in in six months, six or seven months. So it's been pretty good start, I think. I, I don't know. Is I don't know it, what to judge it off of, right? Right. right. Is it a family thing? Okay. So you go do yeah. a vegetable farm? So now everybody who is in, uh, involved in the family- Farming business is now in the far, in the it, cider business. Yeah, whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, got a new business. Yeah. Roll up your sleeves. I got, yeah. I got to show you a couple of things. Exactly. Is that how it works? Exactly. Yeah. No, my dad helps me a ton. He's really helpful. My mom. Uh, my grandpa is our head and chief labeler as well as just the overall boss. Yeah. So he labels, his goal is every time we do a bottling run, he wants to label at least a thousand bottles. So he does Dude, a thousand that, that, bottles okay. a day at 90 so years old. Your, really? <laughs> yeah. Fill your boots if he's yeah. going to volunteer to do he's that. He's awesome, yeah. For sure. Awesome. The labels. Is there a story on the design of the labels? Or did- um, it's a really great design girl that is in Morden. Her name is Des. Shout out Des at 201 Refinery. Uh, she, uh, she designed this label and I basically just said to her, I want a dead horse on the label, but I don't want it to look like a dead horse. <laughs> so that's, I like the name, but the visual. Yeah. It's a terrible, like. terrible thing to look at. So she did a really good job. I think you can see the creeks kind of, if you look in the corners, a creek flow in there and stuff. So you kind of get, if you know it, it's dead horse creek, you see it there. So, okay. So was it, was dead horse, uh, cider? The first name, that's the name you chose, or did you have others that you were floating around? Uh, no, that was kind of it. We just that, that, that was the one that's okay, I think. Yeah, that process can take with, a I long had time. like I had a juice company that makes sweet cider that has a different name. You so, have a juice company too? Well, the one that like we started by making juice and we got into the cider, right? So you no longer make juice, you just I still do. Yeah, do you really? I still be like, we'll custom press apples. You yep. have an apple near apple, apple tree in your yard. You don't know what to do with the apples, you can go on our website and sign up and we'll take them and press oh, okay. them. Oh, that's all right. And either we'll your apples, you need them. For the no, exactly right. right? <laughs> so I think I'll like custom press for you or do splits. We do all kinds of, you know, because like I said, it's like everyone's got an apple tree and they just fall on the ground. So totally. like, why not yeah. try and yeah. get a use out of these things? Right, hundred yeah, percent. Um, let's talk about the flavors. How did you come yes. up with the flavors of these ciders? Well, I wanted to make just a kind of a uh, the first one. I didn't want to be too drastic, so it's kind of like a middle of the road, uh, not too sweet, not too dry, not too sour uh, cider that is kind of a nice refreshing cider um 
I didn't, like I said, I just, I just wanted to make something that was the word that Peter always uses is sessionable, mm-hmm. a sessionable cider. Right. 100%. Means you can just drink lots of it. Right. <laughs> it's a fancy word for drinking a ton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I just wanted to, like, a lot of ciders out there, people's perception of cider in the province is kind of like really sweet, almost like candy. And we wanted to make something more, a little more real, a little more like apple-based kind of thing. So that's kind of what the the bright cider is, we call it for short. I guess part of the, the learning curve was learning what you actually wanted it to taste like and what different yeah, ciders taste like. exactly. Like, did you do around. a lot of ex- ex- experimentation or a lot of research on like trying different ciders and what you wanted to, your specifically to taste like? Yeah, like I said, I went to Portland out there and I tried it. There's so many good ciders out, out west in, the, in, in Washington State there. So I tried a few out there and I kind of wanted to like, I had a couple that I liked and I kind of was like, well, let's try and get to taste like this kind of thing. What do they do? You know? Yep. And with, um, with prairie apples too, they ought to add a different kind of flavor than just dessert apples. So that was kind of unique as well. Mm-hmm. So then with the bright cider and then with the cherry on, this is the same <laughs> kind of cherry, cherry on. Yeah. Like I said, I've cornered myself with puns. I have to do puns I know you're going to come up with one with just a regular name. People are going to be like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, about, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this one here is basically the same kind of like foundation juice that we use in the bright cider, but we just add some uh, sour cherries. And the sour cherries are either sourced. We get a bunch from Carmen, a farm in Carmen, Manitoba, and we get a bunch from Saskatoon as well. So it's kind of like keeping with the local theme For sure. that we have. Yeah. And that is just like, a, we'll crack it open here eventually at some point, but it's kind of like a Christmas little more tart. A little more tart, has a nice color. The red color really like pops. People like that, I think. Hey, I, I hope. think that we should talk about it. They have another one as well that we can talk about, but we got to wrap it up for... Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a little break because uh, Chris is telling me to. And when we return, we're going to talk more about the flavors from Dead Horse Cider. Marcus Weeb is here to talk about it right here on The Main Ingredient. We are back with the main ingredient, Krista Hall. Kevin Bergen. We said, we said the wrong name there. I don't know what happened there. We do that sometimes. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm all mixed up. Uh, I know. Marcus Weeb is here, the owner of Dead Horse Cider. We are trying it out. We were talking about your flavors. Okay, so now we're sampling. What are we sampling? We're, we're sampling the Cherry On. Cherry On. I love that name. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. Okay, let's try it. Let's cling to Such this one. A, let's okay. cling. Let's cling again. We gotta, always got to cling. I love the color. That is good. That is sessionable. <laughs> Thank you. I could have more than one. Right? Because it's got a nice little hint of the flavor, right? Yeah, I didn't, uh, yeah, I don't want to make it too overpowering. It is, uh, it's different, but it's not like out there different, you know, I'm still, I guess that I'm still learning on this stuff too. So I'm still improving, hopefully, as I go kind of thing. Who are the first people that tasted your first ciders? Like, oh, who, who, did, who did you test on your family, friends? Who was the first person? To yeah, probably my, my, uh, my parents probably, or, um, my girlfriend and a couple of our friends. I brought a couple of bottles over there and we tried it there. Was that, okay. So were, were they trying it because they knew you were going to make a business out of it and you were like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. I kind of was like, this is going to be our first cider. What do you think? Kind of thing. And the result, what were the feedback? First batch. Well, people don't, your friends aren't going to say bad They're not going to say anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that's they, great. No, that's. it's so awesome. And then leave. Yeah. Oh my God. You're never going to make money with that. No. One, how was it? One of my friends said to me, she says, uh, yeah, it's nice that, you know, we don't have to lie to your face and tell you your stuff is good. We actually like it. So I was like, oh, that means something oh, to Oh, that me. does. You know, that's yeah. nice, I think. So I think they'd, li- they'd tell me if they didn't like it. So the feedback was, it's good. 
it's easy to drink. It's not like, it's not too sweet. Everyone mm-hmm. says it's not too sweet. But then you get the odd person that says it's way too sweet. So you right, can never yeah. please anyone. Right. Uh, you can never please everyone. Kind of but you kind of got, got to average it uh, yeah, out, exactly. right? Like, yeah. you know, not just sit there and dwell on what one person said, but average what everybody yeah, said and all exactly. that feedback. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty good. So that's a learning process for you right now. What have you learned from your first batch to the batches you're making now? Are these any different from those? Um, what have I learned? Oh man, I don't know what I, how I learned everything. The first batch I was like just shaking, trying to make it, hoping it was really? good. You know, like this, <laughs> am I doing this right? Yeah. I don't know. And now I kind of have a little more confidence, but maybe it's a false confidence. I'll probably look back in three years and be like, you didn't know what you were doing. You no, know? well, okay. Well, <laughs> you, you know what? If people are buying it, like, yeah. obviously you're doing something right. People aren't going to buy something yeah. that's crappy because there's, so, there's so many options yeah. out, out Exactly, there, right? exactly. Uh, I've just learned how to, uh, I'm better at detaching the brewers out there will like this. I'm better at putting on triple clamps. That's a, that's something you need to learn. What's, what's triple clamps? Like a, a tri-clamp. You put it on these, uh, on the, there, everyone has them in a brewery. You'll see them little tri-clamps that connect the hoses to the pipe pumps okay, yeah. and stuff like that. I'm, yeah. I'm getting pretty good at putting those on. So I've learned how to do that. And no, I just, I don't know, just kind of to trust. I've learned how to taste better, to kind of like trust my gut, kind of like if I think it needs this and it probably does and kind of know what it needs kind of thing. And just. You have a mature palate. You know what I, you're I, looking for now. Right? I think it's getting there. I hope. I don't know. We like to say so, but me and her, we chug booze so much. It just <laughs> yeah, you never know. We can't even taste it anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one other one that's not here, and that is like my. So you're teasing us. Yeah. You're, you're going to talk like about limited. this great flavor, but you didn't bring it. Exactly. How dare you? Yeah. I only have four <laughs> bottles left. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That is their, uh, it's called, again, puns, Life is Rose. Yeah. <laughs> It's our rosé cider. I do. I like the names, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're awesome. Yeah. And that one's bottled. The bottling looks different. Yeah. That's got a larger bottle. It's middle, little more of like, so what that is is a single varietal cider. So with wine, you know, you'll get like varietal wines yep. of certain kinds of grapes. With this is one kind of apple. It's actually a, called a Kerr, K-E-R-R, Kerr apple. And what that apple actually was bred in Morden, Manitoba, like in the 50s or something. Yep. And it's really unique. It's got like a really dark red skin and it, when you press it, it like presses to like a bright red color and you ferment it, it kind of keeps a little bit of like a rosé color, hence why it's called Life is Rosé. And it has like some tropical fruit aromas. It's, I don't know, like in, in Manitoba, you don't really see varietal ciders. You just kind of see like whatever the big companies will send us. Exactly right. Right. So we're trying to do something new, trying to do something a little more interesting. And I want to get into more uh, like limited releases and stuff like that. So I was at the liquor store and I picked up a couple bottles and these two were there. Was the rosé there as well and you sold out or? Uh, That one we listed. So yeah, that one was in some liquor marts. I don't even know which ones. It was listed on on their website. I shouldn't say that. Uh, they uh, they yeah they list we listed it so it was available at some stores, not all the stores. And I could check online, but I'm gonna guess there's probably like maybe a couple cases left in a couple stores across the province. It's nice, notes moving. Yeah, so I only had like I gave them kind of what I had, and they sold it, and it was gone. It was good. It was good that it was gone so fast, but it's also I'm like, oh man, I'm out now. <laughs> I don't a, even yeah. have any left. Yeah. You know, it's a problem, so, but it's a good problem. Though. Yeah, so I'll make some more. I'll in this this coming fall, I'll probably make some more again because it sold sold pretty good. And I like it. It's pretty good. I think for so sure, it's my favorite stuff. How many apples go into a bottle? Uh, well, I generally say four pounds makes one liter. This is half a liter. So you're looking at two pounds. Wow. That's a lot of apples, eh? Yeah. That's a lot of pressing. Yeah. Two pounds in one bottle? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Four, that's like a, that's being generous. It's probably a little bit less. That's crazy. That's a ton of work. So you, who, who does the, pre- do you have to do you physically no. press or do you have a machine that does it? How I does got, it work? 
the press I have is too nice, you know. It's <laughs> for me. What do you mean it's too little, nice? I mean, for me, it's too nice. It's what, do you, like, what do you mean? I mean, uh, it's, it's extravagant. It's, it's extravagant. Yeah, it's a really nice continuous belt press. If you want to get technical. Okay, so let's say you get slammed now. So that machine is going to be able to make sure that you can keep up. with Oh volume. yeah, that machine can press two thousand liters a day. Wow. With with like two people working, so that's it's pretty awesome. nice. Yeah, it's really good. good. It's a really nice machine. Like I said, it's too nice for my little old it's farm. Too nice, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I think but, it's awesome because again, yeah. I think that you know people are going to embrace this. I think you got in at a good time. I you think know so, what I mean yeah. as far as uh, <laughs> local products and uh, you know local ciders, local beers. Everybody wants to support that, and the fact that it's good, you know, people want to buy it, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think I really am thankful. Like I haven't done very much marketing. And it's been really well accepted. We go to farmers markets and stuff like that, but I'm getting like the feedback I've got from the liquor marts and stuff is like people have been really so I got to thank all the people out there that that are buying it. It's it's awesome. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm pretty. I'm just thankful that people uh, like what we make. I guess I don't know. And you're coming to Beer Fest. Yes, absolutely. Have I you am. been to Beer Fest? That's Never. It. I've been to the the other one. <laughs> You can actually say the name. <laughs> I don't know if that's like Voldemort. Can I not say it in here? I've been to the other one. Yeah. Uh, you went to the other one as a guest or as a, a vendor? I've done both. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. So I got first, this was our first year there as a vendor and I've gone to it before just as a, and how one many of the patrons. Are at, were, are we uh, cider? Local cider. It was me and Shrug Doctor as well. They oh, they make yeah. a cider as well. So me and him are beside each other. We're we're in the ba- in the in the fight together. But mm-hmm. there's also on the main like concourse. There's a bunch of uh, like big national cideries. Yeah, but you get to go down in the bowl where yeah we're in the local bowl is, yeah which exactly. is awesome yeah. right. Yeah, so beer, beer fest. fest yeah beer fest is awesome. have you been, you've never been to beer fest as a patron? No, I, I actually went to Fort Gibraltar for the first time for Festival this winter and it was awesome, dude. You, a summertime there. With it's oh, dude, event. it's it's crazy good. I'm just from the country, man. I don't get to do these <laughs> things. You were gonna love it. Like yeah. uh, there's like six to eight hundred people awesome. sampling. Last year it was like plus thirty, right? Awesome. And the only problem was at the end nobody wanted to leave. Like actually, <laughs> you know, guys are running out of beer, and uh, yeah, it was it's super good. I think people are gonna really embrace it. So you're gonna bring all your flavors to beer. Uh, I'm gonna bring these two, and I'm gonna bring a test batch along. Something that I'm going to come up with between now and then. Yep. I don't know what it'll be yet. Wow, you do, you're running out yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta, I'll, I'll come up with it. I, I might know. I'm just, you know, I'm just teasing the people out there. <laughs> I'm going to come up with something. Yeah. Um, something good. Yes, no, totally something good. Okay, so let's remind people, you know, how they get your products, you know, yes. and how they contact you if they wanted to. Um, you can buy our, most of our stuff is available at most liquor marts or like good beer stores, I guess. Do you guys sell from the farm? Yeah. We offer, you can come to the farm and check it out if you want to. If you're really? in the Winkler area, you yep. can contact, uh, contact us on Facebook or Instagram. You regret that since I'm there like every five minutes. Yeah. Come on by. <laughs> yeah, come Drake, I'll by. be right there, buddy. I'm yeah. just going to stop yeah. by somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come to my hockey game. Yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So we're on Instagram. There, you can contact me on Instagram or Facebook or our website, Dead Horse at Dead Horse Cider. I think it's on the bottle here. Let me check. Yep. I'm not a very good <laughs> social media. We, you know, we have tons of people that come in and like, yeah. So your website? What is my website? Yeah. I don't remember my phone number. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Believe me, you're not alone, right? Yes. No, that's awesome, right? Um, we appreciate you coming in. And we appreciate that you actually are going to come to Beer Fest. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, I like that it's like a local beer fest and not it's going to be just the local guys. You're going to need fun. to bring a lot of product. You know I'm going right? to have to. Yeah, I think like so. you better get pressing. <laughs> yeah, I need to get going. <laughs> That's a good vibe. That's <laughs> yeah, super good vibe. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
Chris does kind of she samples a couple things, maybe one or two things. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Can you say Uber? All right, thanks for coming, buddy. <laughs> Thank you very much for having Thank me. Thank you. This is 680 CJOB.